Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk with Mandy and Zila, where each week we discuss new health and lifestyle questions based on questions you send us. I am Zila Ozels from the Brantford Public Library Programming Department. And I'm Mandy Samal, a community health broker with the Brant County Health Unit. Mandy, what does a community health broker do? Well, Zila, a community health broker works with all the citizens in the community to provide support, education, and broker connections to health-related services. Basically, anything they need to support their overall health. Does that mean you're like a nutritionist, nurse, or doctor? No, it doesn't. While there are many times we work alongside other healthcare professionals, our job is to help improve access to and the effectiveness of the healthcare systems. We connect people with education and skill building, employment services, addiction and treatment supports, as well as housing services, just to name a few. Our work changes all the time, which I totally love, but what doesn't change is that we're always right there in the community, meeting them where they're at. So just to be clear for our listeners, the content in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions or any medical issues that you may be having. Welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk with Mandy and Zila. We're both very excited to start this podcast and we hope you enjoy the episode. This episode, we wanted to start with introducing ourselves. Uh, So I'm Zila, I'm from the Brantford Public Library and at the library, I work with a team of programmers to develop programs for the community. When I'm not working, you can generally find me reading or working in my garden. Mandy, tell us about yourself. Absolutely. I'm a wife, a mother of two grown boys, an incurable optimist, have been known to enjoy sarcastic humor and try really hard to use all natural products in my life as much as possible. Oh, I didn't know that thing about the natural products. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. In all of my products, like uh, beauty products, cleaning products, everything, I try and use natural possible. Good. I also know you as a community health broker with the Brant County Health Unit. So can you give me some examples of what you do in the day-to-day on your job? Yes, definitely. Um, A few examples of what I do is provide healthy eating and nutrition information through cooking programs, helping community members to fill out their health card applications because sometimes they're not just sure where to start, or leading walking groups and walking right along with members of the community while they're improving their health. And we've worked together on several kind of projects for the community. So I don't know how long exactly we've known each other for, but why did we decide to do this podcast? Really, we wanted to help folks sift through all the information out there and help improve their health, making it easy to get all the facts. And I just want to add that we wanted to connect the community to experts in their own community and the information those experts have to share about health and lifestyle. Personally, I'm actually looking forward to doing this podcast with you, Mandy. I think it'll be lots of fun. So what are we going to be covering in this first episode? Some of the things we'll cover include how to make sure you're drinking enough water, reading nutrition labels, and share some tips on changing your eating habits in a slow and manageable way. So our first question is about water. Every time I read anything about health and nutrition, they highlight the importance of water. So what's so great about water and how much should we really be drinking? For sure, we definitely talk about water a lot. 
You'll even find that the new Canada's food guide recommends water as the beverage of choice to support health and promote hydration. Did you know that water is the largest single component of the human body? I did know that. I guess it makes sense then that we should drink so much water. But how much should we really be drinking? Like really? In terms of uh, how much water to drink, you want to make sure you drink enough to prevent dehydration. Most people consume enough water to meet their needs. However, if you're more active or it's hot outside, you'll need to drink more water. Another cool thing is you can also meet your water needs from eating fruits and vegetables and soups. That's nice to hear that you can get your water needs from food. So basically what you're saying and what the Canada Food Guide recommends is that how much water we need changes based on the individual and their activities. That's right. To make sure you have enough water in your system, you're going to want to be sure to check your thirst, check your urine, and check your mood. Can you explain each of those a little bit more? Absolutely. When I say check your thirst, you want to notice if you are thirsty or have a dry mouth. When you check your urine, you're checking to see if it's light colored or almost clear instead of dark yellow in color with a strong smell. In terms of your mood, notice if you're feeling lightheaded or having headaches. These are all signs that you could be dehydrated. Okay. And we can drink any kind of beverage to make sure we get all the water we need? Mostly. Water is actually the healthier choice because so many other drinks will add unnecessary calories, sodium and sugars, as well as saturated fats to your diet. Lower fat milk and unsweetened fortified plant-based milk products can also help you stay hydrated. Before we move on to our next question, do you have any tips you can share to get us all drinking more water? You can try drinking water hot or cold along with your meals during physical activity or playing sports. You can ask for water when you're eating out or carry a reusable water bottle and keep a pitcher of water in your fridge or on the table for easy access. And if you're not a fan of plain water, you could try carbonated water without sugar or fruit and herb infused water. Okay. Our second question for today is about food labels. Is it important to read food labels before you buy or eat something? Yes. Food labels provide a great source of nutrition information that can help us make informed food choices. There can be a lot of information on a food label, so what should we be looking for? You'll want to pay attention to the nutrition facts table, the ingredient list, any nutrition claims, and food allergens. Okay, start with the nutrition facts table. What can we learn from that? The nutrition facts table provides information on serving size, calories, nutrients, and daily percent value. The daily percent value can be used as a guide to show you if a serving of stated size has a little or of a lot of a nutrient. How much is a lot and how much is a little of a nutrient? If a nutrient listed is 5% or less the daily value, that is considered a little. If a daily value is 15% or more, that is considered a lot. A good example is if you want to increase your fiber, you would look for a daily value close to 15%. But if on the other hand, you wanted to reduce your sodium intake, you would look for a daily percent value leaning more towards 5%. Make sense? Yeah, I think so. And what can we learn from the ingredient list? In the ingredient list, you'll find all of the ingredients in the food product. It's actually listed by weight, meaning the list starts with the ingredient that weighs the most and ends with the ingredient that weighs the least. So if sugar is the first ingredient, it means that there's more sugar in the food product than any other ingredient on the ingredient list? Exactly. And if you have allergies, you'll definitely want to look through the ingredient list for any allergens. You'll also, also want to look for 
any food allergen labeling, such as may contain peanuts. And what about nutrition claims? The most important thing to remember here is that if a food product has a nutrition claim, it must meet a certain criteria. But the nutrition content claims are not a requirement, so many healthy products may not include them. If a product that has a nutrition content claim of high in fiber, it still may not be the highest fiber or the healthiest option on the shelf. It may contain a lot of fiber, but also may have a lot of unwanted sodium. The only way you can get the full picture is by reading the nutrition facts table and the ingredient list. While food packaging might have nutrition claims, they are not a must-have, and we really need to focus on the nutrition facts table and the ingredients list? Definitely. Okay, so I'll keep that in mind next time I'm shopping, but can you, before we move on to the next question, sum up why food labels are so important? Food labels are incredibly important because we can compare and choose products more easily, know what ingredients are in a food product, can choose products with a little or a lot of the nutrients that you need, and we can make a healthier food choice. It can also help reduce the intake of sodium, added sugars, saturated fat from your overall diet. Reducing the intake of these nutrients over time can help reduce important risk factors for chronic disease. That is a lot of good information so far. So let's get to our last question which I think will help everyone who might be feeling overwhelmed. If we want to start improving our nutrition and eating habits overall, where should we start? A good place to start is to identify your barriers to healthy eating. A barrier is anything that would keep you from reaching your goal. Knowing these barriers will help you find ways to overcome them. What are some of the most common barriers you hear about? The most common barriers that we hear from people are that it costs too much to eat well. They find it hard to eat well when they're out. They don't have enough time to prepare healthy meals. They don't think they'll ever be able to change their eating habits. Can you go into more detail of how we can overcome some of these barriers? If you're worried worried that it will cost too much to eat well or you're on a budget, you can consider purchasing generic brands, buy fruits and vegetables that are in season, look at frozen and canned vegetables instead of fresh because they still contain enough the same nutrients, and plan your meals ahead. If you plan every meal of the week and have all of the ingredients on hand, you're going to be less likely to eat out, which will save you time and money. You can also divide tasks, get your family or your roommates involved. You can also prepare some meals ahead of time and keep the extras in the freezer. I've definitely noticed the difference in prices when it comes to purchasing fruits and vegetables in or out of season. It's actually pretty incredible how much of a price difference there is. And what about the times we do eat out? Sometimes it feels like there are no healthy options in a restaurant. Well, we already talked about the importance of drinking water if eating out. So choose water instead of sugary drinks. Notice how you feel when you're eating. If you start to feel full, take home the leftovers. Consider sharing your meal with a friend or ordering a smaller portion. You can also ask the restaurant if they have nutrition information on the menu. This will allow you to compare items and find a healthier choice. It seems like there's a lot of different things we can do to improve the way we eat. I can see how some people would be overwhelmed and wouldn't even know where to start. What would you say to someone who doesn't think they have it in them to improve their eating habits? I think, first of all, define what you want to change. Make a realistic goal that feels achievable to you. Start small and take one step at a time. Starting with one new healthy eating habit at a time is always the great plan. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help. 
Many others want to change their eating habits as well, but need a buddy. They might have some tips that you would never think of. And what if we mess up one day or go to a party and eat something not part of our healthy eating goals? Honestly, setbacks are normal. Just get back to it and try again. We should also try to remember that healthy eating is more than just what we eat. It's also about where, when, why, and how we eat. What do you mean by that? Have you heard of mindfulness? Sure. Mindfulness is about being in the moment and being aware of your surroundings, thoughts, and feelings. Right. So we can do the same with eating. We should be taking time to eat and noticing how we're feeling. If you're hungry and how full we feel as we're eating. We can also make a point of enjoying our food, whether that's enjoying trying new recipes and experiences of cooking or exploring our family culture and traditions through food. I've always enjoyed planning cooking hangouts with friends and family. We make it a point to pick a new recipe and cook all together while catching up. Planning and cooking meals with others is also a great healthy eating habit we can develop. And where can we find some healthy recipes? If you're looking for some great recipes, you can check out the Canada Food Guide page at foodguide.canada.ca. Another great site that has content written by dietitians is unlockfood.ca. And if you want to speak directly to a dietitian, you can do that through Telehealth Ontario at 1-866-797-797. 0000 and that's free of charge. Great. We'll include those links and the number in the show notes. So that actually wraps up our first episode. Mandy, is there anything you want people to remember before we close up? Absolutely. I think if you remember one thing from this episode, it's to remember to not change too many habits all at once. Start small, be kind to yourself, and don't give up. And if you're going to try one thing, try drinking water instead of anything else with your meals. If you don't like the flavor of water, try making fruit and herb flavored water. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let's Talk with Mandy and Zila. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have a question you'd like us to explore, fill out our question submission form on the Let's Talk page on the library website. Stay happy and healthy. This podcast is a joint project between Brantford Public Library and the Brant County Health Unit. Edited by me, Zila Ozel. Music provided by Purple Planet through purple-planet.com. For more information about the podcast, visit the Brantford Public Library website at brantfordlibrary.ca.